0: Welcome to Radio KAL, the Superman podcast brought to you by supermanhomepage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. This is show number 30, released on June 27th, 2007. My name is Steve Eunice and I am joined, as always, by Neil Bailey. Hi Neil.
1: Hey Steve, how are things?
0: Yeah, pretty good. Going along nicely. How are things with you?
1: Uh, pretty good. I'm back and running again after Philadelphia. It's looking uh, looking good. I'm getting looking forward to going to San Diego.
0: Cool. We seem to have received some pretty positive feedback about our attendance at the Wizard World Philadelphia convention. How was it as a whole?
1: It was pretty amazing. I mean, I've done about, I don't know, let's see, about eight cons for the homepage in varying places over the last few years. And uh, this is the one with the most people who knew the site out of pretty much anywhere i had been. It was uh, insanely cool. Excellent. Um, I can't go through the long list of folks here, but uh, obviously they, they, it was really just amazing and flattering. Uh, the, the best part, though, was always when we were asking the folks a question as they'd come up, you'd say, well, what, what can be better about the site? What do you want to see? And, and most people didn't have... uh any suggestions, it, it, and it shows that we're either manically insane covering everything, or we're doing okay, which is reassuring. So, um, I did get a few people hesitating because of the Super Fan homepage banner, which we use because of legal reasons. We uh, basically asked DC, and they said not to use the Superman, you know, official logo. Um, but uh, it, it, otherwise, it, it, they usually get right around that, and uh, we're working to address that confusion with the graphic. And hopefully, you guys see that coming up here pretty quick.
0: Yeah, we'll talk more about the. Um... Question of how can we improve the website in a second, but you're right, we will be addressing any confusion regarding our look and name at the conventions compared to what you see on the website, so look for a minor redesign and a new badging for the site soon. So what date should people set aside for upcoming convention appearances?
1: Well, we get uh, Wizard Wolf Chicago, which is in uh, early August, I believe it's the 8th, and I'll be doing the San Diego Comic Con as a reporter. Um, they didn't give me a table even when I offered to pay them, so if you guys want to see us, Superman homepage there, feel free to write a letter to the San Diego Con people asking why they don't consider the site of enough note, because, I mean, heck, <laughs> you know. Um, but, uh, we're also trying to get to, uh, Toronto, um, and after that, Texas in November, depends on if Toronto gives us a table, but definitely Texas in November.
0: Cool, sounds like fun. Uh, San Diego is the one where I think we'll get most information out of, uh, most interesting news. And, uh yeah, you'll get to see Superman Doomsday before the rest of us. So we'll be hanging out for your review of that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I hope I can get in. I, I'm not sure what the policy is or what the group, uh, or the conference things go like because I've never been to San Diego before. But, uh, as it gets closer, we're going to pick a day too for these, for like a, a homepage dinner or a breakfast or a lunch where folks from the site can meet up so that it's, you know, we, people in San, the San Diego area can come and say hi if they want or I can say hi to them and see what they like about the site or hate or, you know, that kind of thing. And hopefully we won't uh, destroy a local business with customers. But, but at any rate, uh, I'll leave a few key times on the site after uh, asking you guys to meet up with folks and especially for that doomsday screening and hopefully we'll get the homepage folk together.
0: Excellent, well as you mentioned before we're always open to suggestions on how we can improve the website and in that spirit we recently launched the 2007 Superman homepage survey where we asked our readers to give us their opinions on various aspects of the site and we'll be publishing those reviews and those uh, um, results on the website in early July
1: yeah I, I love that first survey and it's it's a really good opportunity for people to say how they really feel they 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 don't feel like they're talking to someone specifically so you get they get you get uh sincere opinions in and it often leads to real changes on the site and updates and it also lets us know what uh people like, which is often difficult with the you get a very verbal few speaking either overtly positive or overly negatively and um yeah thanks for taking part
0: guys yeah probably the most valuable part of the survey was the area where we allowed people to make extra comments to either tell us about something that wasn't covered in the survey or to elaborate on one or more of their answers in the survey Uh, while we haven't collated those together yet uh, the time that we're recording this uh, show we did get to read some of them and uh, some of those comments posted were about yourself and what did you make of them
1: Oh, I I was actually pleased to be praised and pleased to be roasted. (laughs) It's, it's, uh, oddly enough, it's kind of reassuring to pick out patterns in both negative and positive comments. Um, my absolute favorites, however, the guys who are absolutely livid about what, what a given reviewer or what I write, you know, um, but, uh, they, yet they quote from um, what we write about chapter and verse, like, uh, for instance, you know, like, oh, yeah, I, I hate reading about uh, the fact that your dog has died, you know, things like that. <laughs> and it's, uh, that's a uniquely comic book modus operandi, but, uh, but don't think that's me being condescending, because we actually listen to this stuff, and, and we study the numbers, and we come up with what we do here, and we appreciate it.
0: Along with the survey question results, I'll be publishing the survey comments with responses by myself and some of the writers and reviewers who the comments were addressed to. I promise you it'll be an interesting read. Okay, enough about the website. Let's get into some talk about the Superman comics. Uh, what did you make of the resolution of the dilemma Superman faced regarding whether or not to give up the never ending battle due to Orion's warnings?
1: Well, mm, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, uh, I gave it a good spanking in the review, if you guys have read it, but, uh, that's mostly because of the structure of the plot. That's not necessarily the dilemma or the content. Uh, it was, it was supposed to be soup's cathartic revelation and uh, here we are. Oh, hey, you look, you know, young gods and kind of plugging away at light Ray. It seems like a bit of a, a shill for Countdown, distracting from the story, but uh, it kind of puts me in an awkward position, too, you know, panning something when, when Kurt has been really kind enough to write for the site and answer the questions, but uh, I imagine he'd probably prefer honesty than shilling, and there's also the issue of he even cares, you know. But uh, if not, hey, i got to be honest. But hey, um, being honest, too, I've got to point out that uh, the Camelot storyline, it ramped up his run for me a lot and raised his expectations, so that might have a little bit to do with it. I'm hoping to fall right back in with the resolution to that plotline. Yeah,
0: I like the way that uh, Superman came to his decision. You know, the catalyst being the simple act for him of saving a young girl. It, uh, it just brought home to me how things can sometimes really seem complicated, and when in fact the answer to the biggest problems is usually quite simple.
1: Yeah, I like that part too. I I, I just wish it had been a a bigger beat. That's kind of my thing. It looks like, what you, you got six issues of build up and. One little bit of time on the moon, and then one page with the girl, and bang, there it is, you know? We're talking about a guy who's not new to the block here. I mean, uh, it's Superman. He's, it'd be really hard to get him to doubt himself, as I see it. Um, he's, he's seen so many alternate futures. I mean, heck, how did he react, for instance, just recently when Ruin said that he was going to be cause, the cause of the end of life on Earth? He didn't even skip a beat or consider quitting, you
0: know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I guess Orion was maybe just a little bit more persuasive, and, don't forget, Superman really has only been back with his powers a short amount of time uh, at this point in his story. Uh, there's got to be some residual issues there left over.
1: Yeah, that's true. And that's uh, that's what really kills me, is that that intent, the uh, the hopes, and, uh, and all the makings of a good story were really right there. And it just kind of, yeah, for me. But uh, I'm glad it worked for you, and I hope it worked for you guys more than it did for me.
0: Yeah, well, now Superman, Batman, on the other hand, uh, that recent Metal Men story arc really didn't work all that great for me. Uh, what did you make of it?
1: Well, uh, so far I've only read the first part, um, but it really sounded like, uh, or really, re- really read like filler for me. Um, so, I don't know. What did you think? Because so you read more of the my uh, my uh, finances are still recovering from Philly, so I don't have the issue yet.
0: Well. I think the problem with Superman Batman is the fact that it's supposed to be an in-continuity book but uh, just doesn't fit in with the other Superman or DCU books at all. And I think that detracts from the story because in the back of your mind you're trying to make it fit with your knowledge of the known Superman universe. But even putting continuity totally aside, I think that the story arc never really rose to any great heights. There wasn't enough excitement in it for me. Uh, It felt like... An advertisement for an upcoming Metal Men title, and uh, for all I know, it probably was.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I've I've never really dug the Metal Men too much myself. It's it's like the, the Legion, you know. It's not that they suck. Um, it's just more that nothing's ever really grabbed me about them, like like other things did when I was a kid that might have been hokey. I'm I'm, I'm just disturbed more that the uh, the Superman Batman book hasn't really had much of a focus since Jeff left.
0: Hmm. You know, the sad fact is the comics I look forward to most seem to be the ones that are forever delayed, except for Superman-Batman. I find myself really looking forward to the next issue of Superman Confidential and All-Star Superman, yet the books currently coming out on time don't seem to be exciting me all that much. Uh, At the top of that list is Countdown. I'm really struggling to get excited about it. It's uh, interesting enough that I'm still reading it, but something about it just bugs me. Uh, What is your take?
1: You know, if you read the little uh, things at the end of the book, those... um
0: the last page?
1: Yeah, yeah, like with the Dio. I think it was Matt Idelson himself who was saying that there were three options when a book was late. You got you delay it, and you do your fill-ins, which people know are fill-ins, or just make people wait or you get some third option, I forget what it was, but the point was, I was was shouting at the comic, the obvious fourth option, new artists, you know, you you can anyone who can't get their work done on time, and and things will change really fast, I I guarantee you, a name sells a story, that's true, but I guarantee a story sells a hell of a lot better than a name, that's, that's a roundabout way of saying that I agree with your point, and that later not, Late. All you need is a great story, and the good ones right now are all late. And I'm finding myself reading other comics before for, before Superman for the first time since the Dark Ages of the Hollow Man.
0: <laughs> Hollow Man. That's going back a bit.
1: That's sad, isn't it? <laughs> so...
0: But what about Countdown? You said in your most recent Countdown review that you were close to dropping the title and would only read a friend's copy to do your review. Uh, what is it that you think Countdown is lacking?
1: Well, I don't know. You know, I, I actually. Have dropped it. I just went to the comic book store today and said no more in my file. And 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 continuity, or a countdown has everything that would seemingly make an issue great. You have um you have continuity affecting stuff. You have changes like deaths, and you even have some really, really potentially cool story ideas. And the the problem um is that they're pacing it way too slow. If you're doing a 50 issue, 52 issue comic, you need to keep that consistent, ongoing, not schlocky and deep. And and, and I love Dini. I do, but what's killing me, and I saw this doing the summaries, is that in every issue, the rogues meet and talk, and someone shows up. Nothing is accomplished. Three story pages each book. That's almost a whole wasted issue so far of just the rogues jowling and and, and fighting each other. And you have characters extrapolating for pages on end to catch people up just for the sake of extrapolation. I think I counted five or six in that last issue I read. I think what snapped it for me was Jimmy taking five panels and a whole page just to go in a frickin' door. I mean I'm not I'm not dropping the title in the traditional sense, i.e. I'm gonna read it, borrow a copy from a friend, so that I can intelligently commentate when I'm doing my reviews, but as a gesture to show that I will not pay for gimmicks and drawn out stories without merit, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote with my wallet, not buy another issue of this series until it gets to a story that actually progresses beyond arbitrary deaths and cool factor moments. I have yet to see a really great character scene in this whole series. Even Superman above the world, which is a beautiful image, involved helping Jimmy to break and enter to find a villain he miraculously knows is someone that he can't know he is, if that makes
0: sense. Yeah, yeah, I understand your problem with it. Uh, I even agree mostly. It uh, was always going to be a tough act to follow directly on from such a success in 52, I think.
1: Yeah, well, what's strange is uh, a 52 had the recipe for failure, and I had dread that it would fail like right from the beginning and you got third tier characters and no major ramifications beyond world war three necessarily beyond the, the minor characters involved and yet the whole stinking thing top to bottom was incredibly engaging on a character level and even the stuff in space which i loathe most mostly was at least written well and and, and this comic countdown hasn't just just hasn't justified 25 bucks for me yet but i don't know i haven't read the last two yet honestly
0: Okay, well, on to another comic book that has been mostly disappointing fans, Supergirl. Uh, Was it just me, or did Jeffrey Bridges really hit the nail on the head with his review of Supergirl number 18, when he said that it was like Joe Kelly was having a go at us fans who were displeased with the Supergirl that has been developed, or not, in the series so far?
1: That's the uh, impression I got, subtext. I, I actually read the comic once I uh, heard that gesture of you, even though I swore off that title too, breaking my promises. But uh, I really did see that subtext, even though that's just maybe that's just me reading into it. Uh, I, I, it went really well with uh, retroactively negating all 18 issues of continuity with a cheese villain.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it didn't actually uh, negate them. It uh, basically reinforced them, saying, no, you're wrong, this is who Supergirl is, like it or lump it.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, correction there. I, uh, it said that the plot was negated, but it kept a rotten attitude. Yeah, Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah strange. Uh, I think it would have been better if the real Supergirl ended up being the fake, if you ask me.
1: Well, it's a whole new Earth now, and some stuff happened, and some stuff that didn't happen, happened, so, uh, I don't know. I, I hold out hope that, uh, against hope that by miracle. Miraculously, she'll suddenly start being civil again. Not not perfect in a stereotype. That's not what we're looking for. But uh, not a not a brat that you'd smack sense into. Sex. You'd want to smack sense into if she was your kid sister. You know, they're getting away with uh, other retcons. Hopefully, they can do that here eventually. You know, um, I don't know. I, I want something like uh, you got Ruck Rucka's Wonder Woman. That's a strong female. You get Kelly's Supergirl. She's kind of a whining delinquent.
0: Yeah, well, speaking of Supergirl, uh, what did you make of the open announcement that she'll be coming to the TV series Smallville in Season 7?
1: I gotta see it before I criticize. You taught me that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm pessimistic coming out of uh, last season, honestly, But uh, and Supergirl flying because, quote, girls mature faster than guys sure does a lot to allay my critiques of sexism on the show. But uh, what the show needed, really, however, was one more really hot chick who's like totally in control
0: yeah well uh, I'll judge it when I see it as well but uh, as I said in a recent column I wrote for the Big Blue Report newsletter which was emailed out recently uh, I'm getting tired of them using Superman era characters before Superman even exists Uh, it seems like a back-to-front way of doing things if you ask me
1: yeah it seems like a marketing ploy to me more you know
0: yeah I don't know I guess we'll wait and see Uh, seems Green Arrow will be back next season as well your thoughts
1: yeah, well, people really seem to love Green Arrow. I was I was less hot on him, but uh, I'm, I'm willing to give the concept another shot, though, as long as it's not, oh, he magically appears and then is in every other scene and overshadows Clark's journey like he did in like Supergirl makes.
0: Yeah, that's my main concern, too. Uh, I don't want all these guest stars and other superheroes detracting from Clark's journey towards becoming Superman, which really is what the show is supposed to be about.
1: And and something the show has been increasingly distracted from. He he swore he'd get to it when the zoners were taken care of, and yet now they all appear to be released or dead. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Okay, and just some quick Superman movie news. Seems Brandon Routh recently told Entertainment Weekly that he thinks the movie's title is indeed going to be Superman Man of Steel, as was speculated, and that they'll start filming in early 2008.
1: Nice. Yeah, I hope that it all goes according to schedule and uh, rocks.
0: Yeah. Oh, and there was a report that uh, Kevin Spacey was retiring from making any more movies recently and uh, that he wanted to concentrate on the theatre work that he's been doing in London. I did receive a few concerned emails from Superman fans wondering how this affected the new Superman movie and I can tell you that I got a word from a source close to the production that uh, who tells me that Kevin Spacey's actually signed on to do at least one more movie and possibly more. Uh, and being a good friend of Brian Singer's, his decision doesn't affect the Superman movie franchise. Yeah,
1: I I can't see him passing the next one up, not with the uh, obvious fun he was having on that first one.
0: And a quick reminder that the new Adventures of Superman cartoons from 1966 have just been released on DVD. Look for it at all good and bad DVD stores or order online from places like Amazon.com. Or you could try and win it via our new Superman homepage DVD contest. You'll find the contest entry form at the supermanhomepage.com website, and the keyword you need to know for the contest is Filmation. Get your entries in before July 24th to go into the draw to win one of two DVDs up for grabs.
2: Lois gets some help she didn't ask for. It's totally a pleasure to meet you. I've been a fan of yours since before I was in college, and... I'm not that old. Captain Sawyer delves into a mystery. It's like the body was charred. But there's no sign of fire anywhere around. Exactly. The trial of Lex Luthor begins. Please elaborate for the court on the nature of your duties. I worked for a company called Reprodime that technically didn't exist run by Dr. Franklin Anderson at the behest of President Lex Luthor. Objection! And Superman is about to meet someone he's only dreamed of. It is best if those you encounter are not aware of my presence. Encounter? Who am I going to encounter? Fantasy becomes reality in issue 30 of Superman, the last son of Krypton on June 27, 2007. Only at supermanhomepage.com Next time on Supergirl, Lost Daughter of Krypton. You should be careful for the next few days, miss. Those guys are still on the loose, and if they recognize you as a witness, uh... Wait a minute. When they drove off, they had like six cop cars right on their tail. How did they get away? I can't give you the details. Probably best if you don't leave the motel unless it's absolutely necessary. The money was not a point of the exercise. I didn't send you out there to fill your whites. I sent you out there for some weapons practice.
1: <laughs> it's Kara, isn't it? She hasn't been around for a while. Is she okay?
0: It's complicated. Uh, she's out of town on doctor's orders. Got some kind of uh, pneumonia or something. Doc said she needed some peace and quiet, and with all the excitement here in Metropolis lately, uh, she wasn't getting either.
2: Tiger 5 reporting in. This Pagalakis is getting along nicely with our new weapons. No incidents, any further orders. I wouldn't want to have to take care of any loose ends, like clerks and blondes. I will contact someone to keep her out of our way. June 27th at supermanhomepage.com
0: Let's start with the big question. Last show we asked the big question, What did you think of Season 6 of Smallville? Here's some of the responses we received. Terminal wrote, It's no big secret how I feel about Smallville, but in response to Season 6, I really only enjoyed eight episodes out of the entire lineup. Smallville simply isn't a pre-Superman show anymore, it's just a series about a facsimile of Superman that I can't even imagine will be the, super, the Man of Steel. Season 6 had many possibilities, but all of them seemed to fall flat, Jimmy was a bust, Lois is mainly there to look pretty, Green Arrow was flat, the thirty three point one experiment made no sense, and suddenly was ignored for Lex's super soldiers, and then their series began taking from heroes. Season six had potential, but as a whole it was mainly nothing but missed opportunities, terrible writing, and more soap opera malarkey that normal comic geeks wouldn't even watch. Episodes like Promise and Combat signified the creator's need for obligatory sex and pure melodrama melodrama over science fiction, entertainment, and characterization. That's not the show I came to watch, and isn't the show I intend to watch any longer. Strong words there from Terminal.
1: Mike Poteet, Biblio Mike, wrote, I had stopped watching Smallville after the fourth season, but came back for episode 100 in season 5, which I thought was quite a strong episode. When Superman Returns last summer renewed my interest in the character, I decided to check back in with the sixth season premiere. When I found out that Zod was a bad guy, I was glad I'd come back, since Superman 2 remains one of my favorite movies. I thought Season 6 was really going great with the Oliver Queen and Proto-Justice League storylines, but, as you pointed out in the podcast, the replacement of Meteor Freak's with Phantom Zone escapees seemed formulaic and tired. I stopped watching after Justice. I did tune back in for noir, because I liked the black-and-white retro-time frame gimmick, but I found the season finale disappointing and predictable. Overall, I give the first half of the season a thumbs up and the second half a thumbs down. It also had the unfortunate effect of dampening my enthusiasm for purchasing the series as a whole, since I understand from others that most of the show since season three has been kind of soap opera melodrama we got this year. I will still rent the other seasons to watch them, but probably won't invest in the whole series once it's available. Yeah, I, I, well, that's, that's a good thought. It, it, it is kind of disappointing. It's like good with the bad, you
0: know? Yep, and John E. Taylor wrote, Season six was okay, not as good as the others before. But I have to say, the highlights of the season is when Clark developed Super Breath on Sneeze. Looking forward to a great Season 7. Thanks, John.
1: Yeah, here's hoping. Thorn wrote, Hey Stephen Neal, I've been listening to Radio KAL for a while now, and both it and PennNet Productions are just great. But as for the current big question my uh, on my thoughts on Smallville Season 6, I have many likes and dislikes. As for likes, I like the Justice League and Phantom Zone storylines as they give some new air to the show instead of a Meteor Freak scenario all the time. I don't like the center and end of the season, however, as it focuses too much on Lex, Lana, and Meteor Freaks instead of Clark and Zoners as it should have been. Good point. I, I know I should never say this, being a Superman fan and all, and forgive me for saying it, but to be honest, I hope that both Lana and Chloe stay dead for Season 7, just so the show can have... A bigger feeling of progression. Clark gave us a rousing speech about accepting Drill's training after his owners are all taken care of. But Smallville, Smallville has broken promises before. If I see that promise broken again in Season 7, my patience will go on overdrive and I'll probably punch the wall or something. Thanks to you guys at Radio KAL for hearing me out. Well, you're welcome, but don't hurt yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Torn, and thanks for all those responses, everyone. Here's the new big question for this show.
1: Okay, guys. Here's what I asked Fabian Necesia a few days back. Barring minor characters, if you had to kill a Superman main character, or who, who would you kill and why? We're not talking Ron Tro- Trooper or anything like that, even though he's a, he's a good character. We're talking like Lucy or Lois or Lana or Suits himself.
0: Ah, good one. So to submit your answers to this big question regarding which main character you would kill off and why, click on the big question button at the Radio KAL webpage and submit your answer as either an MP3 file or as text, and we'll include it in our next Radio KAL show.
2: Well, one thing alive frequencies of four and, the freedom, and
0: that's you. Time for the super secret soundbite. Last show, our sound came from the season three premiere episode, Exile. Ten people guessed it correctly, and they were: Paddy, Tim Costello, Brandon Wigginton, Zach Shapiro, Andrew Maitland, Sarah Chileski, Ismail Perez, John Taylor, Connor Hawke, and Sean Hemmings.
1: Good going, guys.
0: Let's see how many of you can guess which episode of Smallville this sound comes from.
2: God bless America.
0: If you think you know which Smallville episode that sound comes from, submit your answer by clicking on the Super Secret Soundbite button at the Radio KAL webpage, and each person who gets it right will have their name read out, hopefully pronounced properly, in the next Radio KAL show. Superman Song Time.
1: Let me guess, Donnie and Marie singing about Superman's underoos. Uh,
0: not even close. Uh, the song we have to play is another original song by Richard Potter, whose song, Oh George, was featured in a past Radio KAL episode. His new song, titled Noel, is dedicated to none other than Noel Neal. Richard tells me he was able to personally hand her a copy of the CD at the Superman celebration in Metropolis, Illinois, a few weeks ago, and was told later on that she was very moved when she listened to it.
1: Very cool,
0: very cool. So here's Noel by Richard Potter. The first
2: time I saw you how can I explain? You were tied to the railroad tracks of an oncoming train when just then this guy appeared in and the red cape. I wasn't really sure who he was, but he called you, Miss Lane.
0: Great song, Richard. Thanks for allowing us to play it here on Radio KAL. Well, Neil, that's the show for another month.
1: Alrighty. Well, uh, of course, we did talk a lot. creeps up on me every time, though.
0: (laughs) Remember, if you have any topics you'd like us to discuss here on Radio KAL, or maybe a big question suggestion, or even a Superman song suggestion, feel free to send us an email using the KAL mail feedback form found at the Radio KAL webpage.
1: Come on, will you stay classy, Kara, and stay off my lawn, you lousy punk kid?
0: You've been listening to Radio KAL from SupermanHomepage.com.